You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is Tuesday, July 19th, and you're listening to another edition of the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. My name is Blair Angulo, joined by national recruiting analyst Brandon Huffman. We typically record the West of the Rest every Monday, but we had a top 24-7 release over at 247sports.com. For all the content, make sure you head on over to the website. Brandon, how are you doing on this fine Tuesday? Hey, I'm away from the gray clouds, the lightning strikes, the thunder, and I am back in the place where we usually have that year-round anyway. What, what, I mean, did you have some terrible weather down in the state of Florida? You know, they, they had to move the, the evening session of the Future 50 up a couple hours because of impending lightning and thunderstorms. And so as we were driving back to the hotel, we saw, I mean, the lightning was pretty impressive. The, the thunder was pretty impressive. Fortunately, I've spent, you know, 15 plus years living in the Northwest, so I'm used to driving in rain, but not used to driving in monsoons because that's what it felt like we were driving through. We are here to discuss a lot of the big performances and maybe the top players from the Future 50 event. And speaking of lightning, let's start with the alpha dog, Brandon. That would be Zachariah Branch, the USC commit, number 10 overall in the top 24-7, a five-star prospect from Bishop Gorman High School in Las Vegas, a player we've loved for several years now. Uh, I think the big question mark with him uh, early on in his recruitment was durability, whether he'd be able to kind of take some hits, but it doesn't look like anyone's going to be, be able to even touch him on a football field. This player is explosive, dynamic, and he he's a guy that you can't really take your eyes off of. You know, speaking of lightning in a bottle, watching him take off is like watching lightning in a bottle. And it was interesting because he had spent all of last week in Baltimore doing a, a big Under Armour deal as being one of their, their prime football prospects in this class so he comes from you know a week of some pretty intense workouts for Under Armour comes down to the Under Armour Future 50 and you would have never been able to tell he had been on the road all that time he comes in and he was a finalist for the fastest man actually got edged out a little bit uh, in that fastest man competition but won the wide receiver MVP in the morning during the the, the camp portion of it and then in the evening the seven on seven you know, he just made dynamic play after dynamic play, whether it was a one-handed grab that he made and then just palmed it. It wasn't like he, you know, grabbed it in and pulled it against his body. He caught it with one hand, just kept it in his palm, stepped right across the end zone, and then like one step did a backflip. Like he's just a dynamic athlete. And he's not a guy that is a niche player. He's not a guy that's, you know, only can play slot. This guy could play anywhere at receiver, returns kick, returns punts. As soon as that ball hits his hand, he is a highlight play waiting to happen. Yeah, I, I wondered about his durability early on in his recruitment, and that was because he missed a lot of his sophomore season after taking a hit over the middle. Um, and I think he wasn't as as physical as he is now. I mean, you look at him, he's chiseled, he's, he's pretty beefed up in, in that frame, even though he is a compact player. And you think about some potential comps for him at the next level, you know, you think of a, of a Tyreek Hill, right? A, a player that's going to be able to be uh, explosive in space and just use him in a variety of ways, put him in motion, dump the ball off to him in, in, in screens, uh, let him go to work over the middle of the field. You could line him up outside and blow the top off the defense. I mean, you think of the possibilities 
of what Zachariah Branch can look like in a Lincoln Riley offense. And some of these Big Ten schools might have to start game planning for him right now. Malachi Nelson was his quarterback in seven-on-seven play. And if you're a USC fan and you got to see some of the highlights of Nelson hooking up with Zachariah Branch, you, you can't help but be giddy because that's a potential battery for the next three or four years at USC that could just go off and do some pretty impressive things in a passing offense that Lincoln Riley has designed perfectly for quarterbacks like Malachi Nelson and receivers like Zachariah Branch. And that's the thing with Zachariah is he's one of those guys too, that, you know, he doesn't just show out on Friday nights, which is important, but he'll go to every event. This is at least the third event that you and I have been to uh, collectively where he's been the alpha dog at the event, whether it was the battle seven on seven that he helped his team win back in February in Las Vegas, whether it was this, every time he goes, he's not just the best receiver. He's not just the best player. He is the alpha. He has that energy. He has that charisma. He has a bullseye on his back, and he doesn't care. He wants to be the primary target of the receivers, but also the primary target of those corners to lock down, and they still have not found a way to slow him. Huff, I know you weren't at the OT overtime 7-on-7 tournament in Las Vegas uh, earlier this year, earlier this offseason. I know you had some FOMO about that, uh, but he wasn't one of the participants. Uh, We had guys like Brandon Innes, Carnell Tate, Jurion Dickey, uh, some of the better receivers in this class. Uh, Zachariah Branch was already busy with his own spring workouts at Bishop Gorman, uh, and, and he wasn't a participant, but he did go to one of the events, one of the, one of the workouts on one of the nights. And you can't see this on podcast form, but I'm going to visualize it for our viewers on our YouTube channel. He was in the middle of a group of Gorman players and they would move as he would move. So he was the queen bee in the middle of that. And the attention that he was drawing, even from participants that should have been focused on what was going on in the field We're just looking and seeing what Zachariah Branch was doing or what he was looking at or which which game or which play he was looking at. Uh, I think that speaks to that alpha mentality that you mentioned about. And before we move topics, I I did want to ask you about his place among this receiver group. Jurion Dickey, one of the better playmakers out west. You have the two Ohio State commits and Brandon Ennis and Carnell Tate from the state of Florida. But right now, it does appear that Zachariah Branch is pulling away a little bit from that competition for wide receiver number one. Yeah, and I thought, you know, Jurion Dickey had a, a meteoric rise to be the number two, but I think Zachariah Branch emphatically still is the number one receiver in the country. And I think it's never been more emphatic than it was after this weekend because, again, you know, this is a guy who gets it done. I mean, what was it in the state championship game? The, he had an 80-yard punt return with, what, third or fourth player of the game after the Bishop Gorman defense forced the three and out. This isn't just a guy who's a t-shirt and shorts guy. This is a guy who gets it done in high school games. And all he has shown this offseason is the elite speed. He's a 10-1 guy in the 100. He's got elite speed, elite playmaking ability. He is really separating himself because he's a complete package. He could be a guy that ends up being, you know, maybe a Devontae Smith type in college where a, a position that has dominated the Heisman Trophy has been the quarterback position. And Devontae Smith became the first wide receiver in 20-plus years to win the Heisman Trophy. Now, I'm not saying that he's going to win the Heisman Trophy, but what I'm saying is he could leave that kind of impression on the record books, on the stat sheets, because he is such a dynamic athlete when he touches the ball, but he is clearly the best receiver in this 2023 class. 
Yeah, some of the other top performers from the Under Armour Future 50 event on the offensive side of the ball, wide receiver Aiden Williams, the top 24-7 prospect. Dylan Edwards, the running back that's committed to Kansas State. Jelani Thurman, the big-time tight end that recently committed to Ohio State, also on that list, as well as Caden Green, the offensive tackle that's committed to the Oklahoma Sooners. And wanted to wrap up our discussion on the offensive side of the ball with recent Miami commit Francis Mauigoa from IMG Academy, played his freshman year in the state of California, originally from American Samoa. And this is a player who continues to ascend a lot of unknown with him early on in his recruitment, given that distance, given the fact that during the pandemic, he had gone back to American Samoa to continue working. Uh, and this is a player that continues to prove that he's going to do some big things for Mario Cristobal and, and that staff down in Miami. You know, Blair, our podcast is called West of the Rest. Francis comes further west than all the rest. When he is from American Samoa, played in California his freshman year, went back to Samoa, now he's at IMG. You look at him, and, and this is just a, a player that when you look at his frame, you look at his body, there's no bad weight there. You know, he's going to be compared a lot to another guy that Mario Cristobal developed at Oregon who won an Outland Trophy, who also has Samoan roots in Panay Sewell. He's not as thick as Panay was. Remember, Panay was a little bit on the heavy side as a senior in high school. Francis looks like he could still put on another 15, 20 pounds and not lose any of that athleticism, that agility, that lateral movement. But his first punch, his ability, when he gets into his into his pass set, you know the, the way his kick step works, I mean, everything that he does is elite. And, and Probably the best thing that ever happened to Francis was the move to IMG because he's getting that elite training, that elite weight training, that strength and conditioning, the nutrition program that is going to allow him the opportunity to be on the Miami campus in January. And then by the fall of 2023, Panay Sewell started as a true freshman for Mario Cristobal. I fully anticipate that Francis Maligo is starting for Mario Cristobal as a true freshman. He's further along than Panay was at the same stage as high school players. And he's got a body that can still continue to get bigger and stronger. But technique-wise, everything that he does athletically is already top-notch, already elite. And that's why he's our number one tackle nationally. Yeah, Mario Cristobal, what he was able to do even before he got to Oregon and before he got that opportunity as a head coach, uh, obviously speaks to his own development as well as his ability to recruit. And Francis Mauigoa at Miami, I think it's just a match made in heaven. I think they both understand each other. Uh, and he's going to give him an opportunity to really make over that offensive line group early on. It's a huge, impactful recruiting win to beat the likes of Alabama and USC and, and Tennessee for for one of the better offensive line prospects that we've seen the the you know come across in the country in the last few years we're going to continue our discussion on the under armor future 50 event right after the break you're listening to the 24 7 sports football recruiting podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. We are back on the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. Blair Gulo joined by the safe and sound and no longer uh, surrounded by lightning, Mr. Brandon Huffman. You know, you travel a lot, Huff. I think you've logged, what, over 40,000 miles already this year. Uh, is that an accurate number? That is an accurate number with plenty more still to come. That is a lot of traveling. Uh, you've been able to see a lot of players uh, throughout the year already. We're only halfway through, but it seems like you've gotten eyeballs on on players up and down the West Coast, out on the East Coast now. You even made it out to Maui for a big uh, ESPN 300 elite underclassmen camp. And from the defensive side of the ball at the Future 50, uh, I, th- I think you were blown away by a few prospects. Who did you like the most? Well, I'll tell you what, we, you know, we come in, we, we already know about the Cormani McLeans of the world. We're, we're big fans of Cormani, obviously one of the premier corners in the country, maybe one of the best all around football players. But for me, the, the big surprise was Deshaun Womack. You know, I got a chance to talk to him on Friday at media registration, media check-in. And, you know, you just look at him and he looks like that kind of guy that goes to LSU and ends up being drafted in three or four years. Well put together. If we were doing an all lobby team, he would have probably been our picture boy for the all lobby team but then you watch him in the drills then you watch him in the one-on-ones and and really the only offensive lineman who was able to to maintain with him was francis maui goa and they were good reps now maui goa won those reps but they were good competitive reps so there's no surprise that deshaun womack jumped up 100 spots in the rankings and you look at his quickness his speed off the edge his explosiveness you know with, with the the physicality that he already has. He's another guy. We mentioned it with Malikoa. This is a guy that could be impact to play, an impact player as a freshman. And, you know, when you look at the SEC and you look at how many great defensive linemen are in that conference and go into that conference, a lot of guys have to wait their turn. But then there's those guys that they have the physical tools to be able to play right away. They've got the mentality to be able to play right away. Can they withstand going up against offensive linemen three or four years older than them. Womack has all those physical traits, but he's also got the mental traits. He's also got, quote unquote, that dog in him that will allow him, I think, to be an instant impact guy there for Brian Kelly. He cited his relationship with Jamar Kane, who had been recruiting him when he was at Oklahoma. Said he wasn't even being recruited by Notre Dame when Kelly was there, but he was being recruited by Kane and Oklahoma. Then when Kane and Kelly got together in Baton Rouge, they continue, well, Kane continued to pursue Womack, and he got his commitment, and that's a guy that I think we're going to continue to see trend upwards between now and the end of the year. You know, it's it's a little bit ironic because everything you're describing, to me at least, sounds like a throwback Ed Orgeron defensive line recruit. Uh, so for Ed Orgeron not to be at LSU anymore obviously speaks to the recruit, recruiting prowess of, of a Jamar Kane, of a Brian Kelly. Uh, you say what you want about the photo shoots and you know the little dance-offs that Brian Kelly has had. The uh, Southern that twang. Have gone viral. Yeah, that have gone viral. You know, the fake, the fake twang that, you know, you know, kind of popped up. But I think 
they're on a roll right now and they are starting to get their footing. I think it took some time and we wondered whether or not it was an ideal fit from a recruiting standpoint, but we've now begun to see LSU really take off and and that staff get more comfortable with their surroundings and watch out, right? I, I think we've known for such a long time that Brian Kelly from an, from a pure on-field uh, ability, from an X's and O's, from the ability to coach up a team and get the most out of a roster, uh, he's up there uh, among the elite coaches in the college football world. And for him to go into LSU to work with some of the talent that's already there, uh, I think we can only see the Tigers take off even more on a recruiting front once he's able to showcase some of that talent that he has on the roster. You mentioned Cormon McClain, uh, Jordan Renaud, another defensive lineman that would have been on the all poly or on the all lobby team. Uh, but I did want to recap and, and kind of break things down with the recent uh, Georgia commit, Troy Bowles, uh, who committed to Cor- Kirby Smart uh, and the Bulldogs earlier in the weekend. What did you like about Troy Bowles and his ability to play in space? You know, here's the thing, Blair. In this job, we see a lot of guys that are coaches' kids. And it's a lot of times they have a tendency to maybe go into cruise control. You know, they already kind of know that they're getting recruited. When they're an NFL coach's kid, you know, a lot of times that they're smarter than everybody else, but maybe they don't have the physical ability that others. You know, I could think of some quarterbacks that we've covered in years past that dads were NFL coaches. They understood everything between the ears, but maybe they just lack that physically. Troy Bowles lacks it neither physically nor mentally he's always in the right position physically he's ridiculously impressive he had one of the most impressive plays that i saw all day on saturday in with an interception on a two-point conversion uh and then he had another interception in the one-on-ones going up against a pretty fast running back and you know we, we mentioned zachariah branch and how hard he is to cover for dbs for corners and for safeties there was a two-point conversion where tro Bowles was running with him every single step and was able to get his hand around branch just enough to knock away the ball i mean that's impressive that's impressive for a db to do but a linebacker to be able to run with branch and instinctually still make that play it showed you what kind of player so not only is he a really smart player who's grown up around the game his dad's been an nfl head coach before he's an nfl head coach now for the tampa bay bucks georgia you know i'm just glad that kirby smart's finally getting some breaks here and getting some elite athletic smart defensive players to, to go to athens yeah, I mean, it's a shame that, you know, they, they can't really find them every year like they, you know, like they do uh, at other parts of the country. It's going to be fascinating to see him in that defense, his ability to kind of maneuver and, and, and operate in space and fill some of those gaps. I think he's a well-rounded defender and, and the future 50 is usually a pass happy event. Uh, but we were able to get some good reviews from some defensive prospects. Anything else that caught your eye besides the thunder and the lightning huff before we go? You know, I think we, we got to talk about the, the 2024 quarterback who actually ended up being a late ad. You know, Jaden Rashada was supposed to be down there. Michael Van Buren, who's a 2024 quarterback. I want to say he's out of somewhere in the Midwest. Um, actually, by the Midwest, I mean Baltimore. Uh, he plays at St. Francis Academy, but he's got 15 offers already. He's a top 247 kid in the 2024 class. But he came in, and you would not have been able to tell between Malachi Nelson between uh, Jackson Arnold or J.J. Cole that Michael Van Buren was a year behind him. He was throwing with those guys every throw for throw. Uh, In fact, him and Malachi Nelson switched off series. The other team, Jackson Arnold, J.J. Cole, one got each, each got one quarter each. But Van Buren was coming in, and he was throwing just as well as Malachi Nelson won. 
you know, he, he wasn't the biggest guy. He's about six feet tall, about 175, 180 pounds. But this kid could flat out spin it. So there's a name. We, you know, we, we talked about how loaded the 2023 quarterback class is. And especially at the top, there's five or six guys that all could make a case for, for being the bat. The 2024 quarterback class is really strong too. But, you know, with the Dylan Riolas and the Julian Sands and the CJ Cars of the world, Michael Van Buren served notice this, this last weekend that he will be a 2024 quarterback that we need to start talking about nationally. Yeah, one prospect to watch. And there will be an update in the 2024 class rankings. That would be coming in the month of August. And remember, we have all the latest content on the refresh to the top 24-7 for the 2023 class, as well as a, a phenomenal top performers and some video recaps from the Future 50 event. Uh, provided by Brandon Huffman and everyone else that was down in the state of Florida this past weekend. Brandon, thank you so much for joining us. I can't wait to do it again. Thanks, Blair. All right, that is Brandon Huffman. Our, for, for our producer, Jordan Mayton, I am Blair Angulo. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. You ready for this? Yeah. If is the most original and heartfelt movie in years. Magic like this comes around once in a lifetime. This Friday, experience it with your whole family. Can we do it again? If, ready PG.